Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What. Today we've got Molly Tappan on. She's from Jungle Creations. She says head of branded creative. Hi, Molly. Hi, Daniel. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. Pleasure to, to be on the podcast. It's uh, my first podcast, so yeah, super very excited. exciting. Glad yeah. to have you on. Um, should we jump like straight? <laughs> <laughs> should we jump straight in, Molly? Do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, of course. So I work for a company called Jungle Creations. We are a media publisher, which means that basically we have a range of different um, what we call media brands, um, which are different channels that uh, exist on social media that speak to the different people who have different passions. So, for example, we have Twisted, which is our, our food media brand. So we do a lot of recipe content on there and all sorts of things around food. We have Craft Factory, which is craft as the name suggests. We have Level Fitness, which is fitness, which is my personal favourite. Um, we have VT, which is kind of people-focused, uh, Level Malls also, which is which is animals, and then 4.9, which is our beauty-focused uh, media brand. And I guess in my position, what we do is we create content for brands to exist on our, um, on our different media brands. Say brands a few more times just to confuse everyone. <laughs> um, so basically a brand will come to us, say it's Galaxy. Galaxy want to sell a few more chocolate bars and we'll say, great, let me create a campaign for you that's going to sell more chocolate bars, but also add a bit of value to, to different people's lives on, on social media. Um, so basically want to create lots of fun content, um, whether it's for a brand or just for our audiences. But in my position, yeah, I, I, I primarily work with uh, different brands. Wow. I mean, that it sounds a lot of fun. And this is only something that's been around for, what, maybe five, ten years pushing it, this kind of, this this industry is in itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I got into the industry seven years ago, or six and a half, seven years ago. Um, I think I got a Facebook account when I was 13. So, um, yeah, ten, ten years on from that, not even that, eight years on from that, I was, um, yeah, joining a company which wanted to create content on Facebook and, and, and other platforms eventually. So it was really a, a new thing for me, um, mm. a new thing really in, in the world. Um, and I got in at a very early stage, which means I have a, a, quite, a quite a bit of knowledge um, about it, but it's always, always changing and there's always so much to learn. Definitely sounds like such a, an exciting place to, uh, to enter in your career. But how did you start out? You know, how did you actually get into all of this? So I always wanted to go into what I thought I wanted to go into advertising. Um, you know, I'm an ideas person is what I always say. So mm-hmm. I've always got different ideas floating around my head, whether it's, you know, a new company I want to set up, um, which I haven't done, but I've, I've got <laughs> the idea. Um, whether it's, yeah, a new, it could be, it could be anything, um, a new children's book I want to write. Um, there's always these things around my head. So I, I knew I wanted to go into a creative um career and I was always interested in in brands and and how they kind of sell content in in different ways Mm. so funnily enough I was you know trying to break it into a a traditional advertising career and it's a very difficult industry to get into it didn't it wasn't quite working out for me and then a friend of mine just gave me a call and said they're living with someone who's uh, was the sister to my old CEO of my company and they were looking for a girl um, or a person to to join the company at a very early stage. It was obviously a, it was a startup at the time. There were only mm. five of them, five of them there, and they said, "Sounds right up your street. Uh, do you fancy it?" And I went, 
yeah, perfect. I'll go along and meet them. Um, and that was it. And six and a half years later, I'm still in the same same company and we're a lot bigger than five people. Wow. So what kind of skill sets have you developed over your time there? Obviously, there's in this sort of modern social media meet, um, kind of environment, some new skill sets are becoming crucial or not necessarily new. Uh, new. Some things like copywriting are still mm-hmm. still crucial, maybe even more crucial now. But what, what are some of the skill sets you've developed over those those years? Definitely. Well, I think, yes, copywriting and all those sorts of things and selling in an, an idea is um, really, really important. Um, but I think the most important one for me is storytelling. So how to convey a story on through video content. Um, it's really important that you you do things really authentically. Um, so storytelling is, is definitely something that, um, that I've definitely improved over time. Um, I think just an understanding um, of different social media platforms. Mm-hmm. As I said at the start, you know, I, we just started off on Facebook. Facebook was a, the big platform at the time. So we just started off with a page on there and, and it grew and grew and grew. Um, but we've started to grow onto different social media platforms. So Snapchat, TikTok, um, Instagram, ev- everywhere. So you've got to constantly um, be aware of how those platforms run, um, how, how they how they work, and then adapt to, to all the different changes. So, I mean, it's a great job because everyone's usually got stuck in their phone uh, scrolling through platforms anyway. So uh, <laughs> the key thing for me is I've got to be um, on top of them and, and make sure I know what, what's working, what isn't working on, on platform. Wow. Um, is that just you do that through just being on the platforms themselves and learning through your own experiences or are you reading some sort of uh, marketing books or getting it from the internet where you where are you going to keep up with what's going on in social media yes yeah, so there are there are different kind of listening tools i guess you can use um a place called tubia labs for example um that has lots of different or has all sorts of different content from all across different platforms and it analyzes it to see what people are watching what people are, what people like um and those sorts of things but yeah primarily it's more myself um, and every and other members in the in the company we have to look through um platforms if we see content that we like we send it to each other and we go oh i love this you know, i love what this particular brand here did or i love what you know our own creators did on twisted for example and our, our food channel um how can we you know use that information or use the way that we've told that story or um, or edited a, a video um, and, and do that again and replicate it but in a, in a bigger and better way um, also look at some kind of marketing magazine so for example campaign uh, is a good one um, so have a read through that each morning to see what brands are doing out there but yeah a bit of a mixture but my favorite thing to do is just to, to look myself really and, and share it amongst um, you know, my team Mm. I think what you're doing is, is a, a really interesting um, sort of development of the, of the social media and the digital marketing space, because we've had quite a few people on in that space. Um, and we were talking about how going forward, you know, every company in the world, if they want to stand out, is going to have to create its own content or, or go to companies equally like the one you're working at that that can help them push, you know, what they're trying to sell through the use of your content. But these skill sets that people are developing are going to become more and more in demand right yeah absolutely absolutely and i've seen that just over the the last few years i wanted to primarily get into 
um, a creative agency to, to work in advertising originally. I didn't really realize that this whole world existed. Um, and I think the difference is that if you go into a creative agency, you know, you have a, you have a lot of fun, um, but things move a lot slower. So you might work on a, a brief from a client um, and then a year down the line, that piece of work's going live. The way that we work, we're much more fast paced, uh, much more trend led. So that means, you know, you might work on a brief from a client in the morning and three weeks later, six weeks later is live. Um, mm. And that's what I love because I, I like to see ideas come to life quickly. One, because I'm impatient. Um, <laughs> also, it's also good to, um, you know, see your work um, yeah, get get out there as, uh, as quickly as possible. Mm. So for somebody in your kind of role, what does an average day usually look like? Uh, average day um so obviously things have changed quite a bit in a in a covid world mm. um but what we do we have a team meeting every morning so myself and the, the rest of the creative team uh, get together to chat about the, the different briefs that we're working on if anyone needs any any support um alongside our creative strategist then um i will usually have a brief that i will be working on or has just come in for example say Coca-Cola have just briefed us um, then I'll have a, a meeting with the sales team the sales team are the people who are liaising with the clients so they'll be the ones bringing the brief to us and they'll say Molly I've got this amazing brief from Coca-Cola um, I'd love to get your thoughts on it so I'll have a meeting with that salesperson about the Coca-Cola brief um, they'll tell us all the information we need to know and then myself and uh, different members of the creative team will go away and unpack that brief develop a campaign for them um, and then what we do is we we pull together a bit of a sounds quite quite dull, but it can be quite fun a presentation deck um, that basically mm. puts our ideas onto onto slides and onto pages so we can then go and present that to the client and go this is why you need to buy this incredible idea um, and why you should choose us over over competitors. Um, so I guess that's a brief kind of side of things, but also mm. um, doing a lot of production work. So when we win work, when we win a big brand deal, for example. Um, we'll then have to go and produce the content. So we specialise in, in video content. So that means we're, we're going out, we're, we're filming it, we're shooting it alongside directors, DOPs, um, which uh, is really good fun to see the idea you've had in your head actually come to life. Um, it's arguably the best, best part of the job. So, um, yeah, day by day, we're doing one of those two things. Too, wow. So for people that don't really understand this space or are thinking about getting into marketing, where does what you do fit into kind of the, the, the world of marketing? Obviously, you've got your marketing agencies, you've got your advertising agencies. Why are clients coming to you opposed to going to a marketing agency or an advertising agency? How do you how are you different? Yeah, so, so we say we sit within the, the branded content space, um, which is very different to advertising. So adverts that you see on tv um you know you're, you're watching a, a tv show you know a advert is going to come on after 15 minutes you're going to be sold the next coca-cola christmas advert branded content is is different um branded content is i always say it's kind of advertising without advertising when you hit the jackpot is when someone's scrolling through their facebook feed for example or their instagram feed and they're used to seeing lots of different content they'll watch some they won't watch others and they scroll across a piece of content that say we've created uh, in-house they watch it they really enjoy it and they go wow this piece of content was by um under armor that's that's an amazing piece of content and they go okay. and share it with their share it with their friends 
so I guess that's the slight difference. It's, um, it's not so as obvious, um, but it's definitely uh, just as, or if, if not more, more impactful in my life. I mean, to me, that would be, that's the future of advertising because, you know, people of our generation aren't sitting through adverts on TV. They aren't paying attention to any adverts that are being forced upon them. But if they're just scrolling and watching a video and they go, oh, okay, Under Armour's in that, cool. It's, they see it without it being forced down their throat, right? Exactly. Yeah. I guess I can give you an example. Yeah. We recently filmed a campaign with uh, Galaxy. The Galaxy said to us, you know, we've got this new um, new range coming out called Galaxy Fusions, mm-hmm. different chocolate bars. They were like, the taste is incredible. And they said, okay, amazing. Well, a TV ad, you might go out and go, hey, everyone, you should buy this chocolate bar because it tastes incredible. What we did is, is we said, have you ever heard of synesthesia? No. Not most people haven't. So synesthesia is basically a condition where your senses overlap. So Okay. It sounds a bit of a strange one to get your head around, but basically you could, someone with synesthesia might taste colour. So when what? they, yeah, wow. <laughs> so you're going to have to look it up afterwards. So yeah, okay. so, and it can happen in lots of different ways to different people. But so you might taste colour. So when I eat um, an orange, I might um, actually see the colour green, for example. <laughs> impact people in different ways. So they might taste sounds. Or they, or and vice versa. Wow. So what we said to Galaxy was, okay, your chocolate bars taste so amazing, but we want to visualise that for people. We want people to to really see that. So we worked with a synesthesia artist, uh, a, a lady called Lucy, who could taste different colours. And what she did is she tasted each different product within the different Galaxy range, and she created these amazing paintings based on what she saw in her mind. Um, and obviously people loved it online it was different it educated cool them on that? what synesthesia is yeah it, well I, I think it was pretty cool so um yeah that's the sort of thing that that we do it's, it's uh, hopefully things you've you've not seen before but nothing too different and too high-end that you would go oh actually you know what I feel like I'm being sold to here and I, I don't want to watch that yeah yeah so is this space quite a competitive space are there lots of companies doing what you guys are doing and is it a growing industry that people can really think about actually going into yeah absolutely I mean uh, even though I you know I started six and a half years ago as you said it's still such an early early stage um and yeah there are lots of other kind of competitors out there different publishers doing um similar things but you know with with a slightly different approach um but I think the platforms continue to be growing you know there's platforms popping up left right and center mm. um uh, ones that we, we even haven't explored um yeah so it's still a very early time to to get involved and if it's if you think of yourself as yeah a bit of a, an ideas person and you think of yourself as someone who loves and kind of lives and breathes a bit of social media then um it's potentially the, the industry for you uh, it sounds awesome. What would you encourage people that are listening to this and thinking, oh, actually, you know, I'd quite like to get into this. Um, what's something they can do to help themselves stand out and in maybe an interview process or to get their foot in the door, maybe building some sort of portfolio? What mm-hmm. what what can they do? I think it's just the going out there and getting some, ex- trying to get a little bit of the experience, whether it's with, you know, with friends, with family, if that's possible. Sometimes, sometimes that's not. You know, I have some people that just, swing by our office and go hey can I get a bit of a can I get an internship can I have a bit of a trial um 
you don't have to necessarily know that person you know you just have to try and fight your fight your way in a little bit um <laughs> so ex- experience would be number one rather than no i don't necessarily look at when i'm looking at a cv um you know university degree it's not mm. about that um but outside of that um as i said we specialize in video content so go out there try and try and make a video um that you think would be relevant for if it was working for us for our media brands go out and shoot something um and then build a a, a website or um to showcase your work but that's it's not, it. a, it's not practical stuff isn't it practical yeah, exactly. you know actually showcasing what you can do we, you know we've had quite a few founders on the podcast and they said if someone actually comes to them and says look i built this i think your company could actually probably use it or you know this is an example of my work opposed to just a cv which is i know you know we have to use them in some processes but for me you know providing actual evidence of what you can do and what skill set you provide is is way better right absolutely yeah i completely agree with that um, so you kind of mentioned a few earlier, but what kind of roles exist within uh, the industry that, that that you're in? So within the the branded side, um, I mean, there's, a, there's there's quite a few. Um, so we've got obviously creatives, which is the the world of which I'm in. We have strategists. Um, so these are more kind of the insights insights people that provide us with a really cool insight that then goes, oh great, synesthesia. That's a really uh, interesting thing that I've never heard of let's create an idea off the back of that. And then the creative team will kind of come up with the idea off the back of that. Um, we have producers. So the people out there who are helping to actually bring the content to, to life afterwards. So actually making the videos, working with editors, um, directors and all sorts. Um, but then outside of the, the branded space, and obviously we have the salespeople that I spoke about previously, outside of the branded space thing, as the list goes on, we have so many people in, in our company doing a whole heap of, uh, of different things to, to help create content so whether there's chefs on our food food page and then the the food there's the editors that are editing that content whether it's someone creating craft videos who's just a really like nifty crafter um whether it's uh, someone who just has a massive um or incredible ability to um in the beauty space so doing hair and makeup um yeah, I mean, writers, there's, there's, there's so many. Um, there is really a, a position for everybody, right? Yeah, and you can and you can make your own position. Um, you, you might come in and say to us, oh, I've got um, an incredible passion for traveling, for example. Mm. We don't, and I'm, I, I write about travel. Um, I have a blog or I have an Instagram account just dedicated to it. Probably in the last year, struggled, um, but yeah. might might come to us and go, I'd love to create, you know, a whole channel based on travel. Um, and, and I can help you do that because I understand how TikTok works, for example. And maybe I can help launch that on TikTok. Um, so it, we're always about innovation and, and seeing what's, what's the, the best next step. Yes, I mean, it sounds great. It just sounds like such a uh, an industry really fit for our kind of generation, you know, because we're, you know, we're always all on our phones, we're always consuming content. Um, and I think a lot of us like to think, you know, we, we've got that kind of creative streak in us. And it's, like you say, it's so early that people can now actually, you know, help to make an impact within the industry, opposed to going into an older industry where you kind of have to fit in a bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I've noticed that from, from the being here from when it was more of a, a startup it's it's got a great feel um 
I'm, I'm sure other companies in, in within our space are the same. Um, we enjoy what we do. And I think when I speak to a lot of my friends, um, they might have fallen into a career that maybe, you know, hasn't quite worked out for them, which is fine. And now they're looking, you know, for something slightly different. But everyone I speak to within our space, well, most most people seem to love what they do because we've got a passion for it. Yeah. Um, which is at the heart of it the most important thing for me. If you've got a passion for something, try and try and make it happen. Um hundred percent and how would somebody once they're in the industry i mean that you're the perfect person to ask this question how do you begin to progress um within this industry yes yeah, so i started off as a, a writer actually um initially i was just writing articles for our facebook page at the time we've now got 140 million followers and m- multiple um channels across multiple platforms um and i just kept speaking to the kind of my my boss and said I'd like to do this I'd love to try that I think I've got a good skill set here um and you know sometimes you might go oh you know maybe it's not quite right um but the worst someone could say is no so it's just about finding out where you think your skill set is and then not being afraid to ask that question um if you think you could do a better job than you currently are in a a slightly different area then go and ask the question yeah the last the worst thing they can say is actually no I don't think you're quite right and that's fine um you, you carry on and you see what's what's the best next step mm. and would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now yes absolutely um, yeah it sounds like you love it <laughs> yeah yeah i love it and i think it's as i said it's the uh, the best time it's still, still a great time to join it's still at such an early early stage um and yeah i definitely advise anyone um to, to potentially have a crack at it yeah molly it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you thank you so much for taking the time um to come on and have a chat um where can anyone find you or or, or the business you're involved with um so you can find us at jungle creations um if you stick us into google google you'll find us if you want to find me i'm on linkedin um molly tappin um so yeah feel free to, to to drop me a message brilliant thank you molly thank you so much